Hello, you're listening to Living Alone Together. I am your only host, Yen. So today,、uh, this is kind of a special episode for various reasons. The first one is that I am actually not sitting at my desk for this episode. I threw away my、um, microphone stand, and I'm currently holding the microphone. And I have a six-meter-long cable, which means that I am free to move around, and I'm doing that right now.、Uh, I am in my bed, which I've never done before. When I'm recording an episode, I've always、um, just sat on、uh, in front of the computer and pretend that I'm a radio host or something,、uh, which is not the case. But today, I'm doing it in my bed. And、uh, I'll explain the lack of a microphone stand very soon.、Uh, I said it's a special episode, right? Well, the second reason for it be, being special is that this is probably the last time I'm recording in Taiwan. Which,、uh, well, I've done so in、um, well for all of the previous episodes I've been doing. Them in Taiwan. I don't think I uploaded anything when I was in Germany. So right, and this will be probably the last one before I leave this country. So I don't know if I mention it at all, but well, I'll do so right now.、Uh, I am gonna move in two weeks、uh, to the UK from Taiwan. <laughs> so、um, that's why I threw away the microphone stand because I think.、Um, I don't have enough space for that, and it's just it's just taking up too much space and it's too heavy.、Uh, well, about the move, so it's um, it's it's not exactly a surprise to myself, but I must say I'm not exactly prepared、uh, yet. So I thought, so I could be too naive, but I thought if the if If the money situation is all settled, then pretty much eighty percent of the things are taken care of. Money and visa, I think these are only things you really have to have、um, to move to a new country, right? So if these are settled, then I think everything else will just fall into、uh, into the right places. I hope.、Um, and well, I'm looking at my room right now, and obviously, it's still too comfortable to.、Um, For anyone to think that I'm in the midst of moving, so obviously there's still a lot of work to do,、uh, but I'll take care of that. Well, the thing is, I I think I started thinking about moving to a different country when I was working the previous company, which was actually the not the short-term job I had, but two jobs before it, which was the、um, toxic company. Uh, I think that's when I realized that the work environment here is just not for me.、Uh, a lot of times, it seems to me that most、uh, ex coworkers were perfectly happy with the situation, or even though they knew that something was wrong, they would still、um, they wouldn't say anything. So I think it's a cultural thing.、Um, it also could be the The problem of the industry. Who knows? The point is, I really wanted to change. So, I th- I think I had that idea about two or three years ago when I started this podcast. In fact,、um, 
well, my dream was <laughs> if I could survive with the podcast, then I could just like live wherever I want in any place um, in planet on the planet. So that was sort of my plan. I was thinking I could uh, get away with just having this podcast. Obviously, it's not working at all, <laughs> but. Actually, it makes me happy to know that I have a cozy, nice little group following this thing. Um, so, so I do thank you very much for for sticking um, with me, I guess. <laughs> um, and all right, so yes, I started thinking about leaving uh, about two, two or three years ago. But it was just a vague idea, and I often talk about it with my with my friends. Um, and because I'm such a, a critical person in nature, uh, I'm I'm pretty much used to having criticisms in my head about just about everything that I encounter in a day. So I suppose that my body or my mind, or both, um, they've already developed a system where they would just treat um, being critical and slightly unsatisfied as the, as the norm for me. So unless something that is extremely alarming um, came up, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't process it or my mind wouldn't process it as a sign of danger, as a sign that says I must leave, right? So I think basically I have a really, in, in a way, I have a quite a high uh, threshold for feeling like I must change. So I adapt pretty well, I think, even though I do um, have a lot of criticisms in my mind. But I think that's the that's the that actually shows that I adapt um, very well. Um, so I don't, I don't, I can't even, I can't pinpoint uh, what was the precise moment when I actually decided that, you know what, this is the thing that was above my normal threshold for, for tolerance and um, I must leave. I don't, I really can't say if there's any such thing. Maybe it's just like the accumulation of a bunch of things added together or maybe it was just that <laughs> I had my 30th birthday uh, a few months ago and I think it was a bit alarming that um, I'm, I'm still in the same state as I was maybe five or six years ago or even 10 years ago and I feel like I needed an urgent change um, or maybe it was the previous job which was when I moved to the city and I thought I would have that job for at least a few months before I quit but then I ended up only staying for a month and a half because I feel like I was being taken advantage of I don't I, I really can't say what was the trigger um, maybe there was none maybe it was just like a genie telling me that I should change uh, who knows so but here I am um, I booked my ticket I book just one week of Airbnb so again I know this is a bold ste uh, step uh, my plan is just to to well to find a proper apartment or someplace to rent uh, for a year or so and well I was um, living in the Airbnb I think worst come to worst I would 
uh, extend my stay at the Airbnb or find another place to stay. I don't think it will be a, be a big problem. Uh, it's just a bit of a hassle to move around. That's it. And maybe spending a little bit more. But I've got to do it. Um, well, the thing is, it still amazes me how I, how I reach here or how I reach this decision. I think... I think that's the that's the funny part of life, really, because most of the time you feel like you're not doing anything significant. Most of the time you feel like, um, wow, a day is over pretty quickly. Most of the time you feel like all that you're doing, all that you're calculating is what you're going to eat next uh, and when you're going to sleep again things that are really really trivial and um there's very little conscious time i think yes obviously you you have the internal monologues while you're walking obviously your mind is doing its job when you're listening to some music or listening to some some podcast or radio but I think most of the time at least for me most of the time I'm quite unaware and 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 it's um and and it's really, it's a bit ironic or it's a bit uh, counterintuitive to, to think that I'm mostly unaware because I do feel like every single moment I'm thinking about something, but collectively uh, they amount to nothing. Um, and the only proof I have of my thought is my action. So perhaps I've eaten something, perhaps I've bought something. Um, perhaps I have talked to someone, perhaps some, someone else remembers what I said to them. So these are the proofs of having lived, but, um, and then to a certain extent, the proofs of having thought, but I still think it's amazing how our deliberations could, um, be actualized and, uh, most of the time things will happen according to how we planned them um so if you decide that you're not gonna go to work today your mind and body will work together for you to uh find a way to get out of work somehow right even though you might have some internal struggle but ultimately you'll do it you'll call off work right i don't know what i'm talking about i think my point is just that um somehow you just age <laughs> and somehow before you know it maybe you've got five children already or somehow before you know it you're broke or somehow before you know it you got a new job or somehow before you know it you're in love and often you don't even know what's going on so at least this is my situation right now with this with this move to the UK so I, I really cannot pinpoint um when I thought to myself, okay, I am moving, I'm going to the UK and I will set the date to be uh, what, whenever and um, that will be it. I'm going to take this flight, I'm going to bring these things and I'll book this Airbnb, I will stay in this city or that. You know, I, I cannot tell you just which moment um, was the moment that I made the decision, but somehow things are coming together this way. Um and the funny thing is, I do feel like I'm thinking almost every single second of my life, but I'm 
pretty much unaware of what's going on. And the only memories I left, uh, I have of my past are the pictures I take and um, the diaries that I kept. But not even these. You know, often I don't even remember taking half the pictures. I don't even remember what I was thinking when I took a specific picture. I don't even remember what I really meant uh, when I wrote down certain words. And now that I started voice journaling, um, it's still difficult to tell uh, just how my train of thought is going and how things came about. And sometimes I surprise myself. Uh, when I re-listen to the to the uh, voice journaling, so I don't know. I think mm, things just happen sometimes. I I can say that um, I do often feel uh, dissatisfied with my life while I'm here, but it's it's not <laughs> it's not it's not exactly a fair thing to say about this country because uh, I can only be dis- dissatisfied with the here and the now right so the unlucky here and the unlucky now these are they're unlucky they're not they didn't do anything wrong uh per se it's just that i happened to be at this place in this moment when i was feeling dissatisfied um so you cannot tell if it was the moment or if it was the place or if it was just really just me um that's making me unhappy so if, if you can understand that, then uh, congratulations. But anyway, the point is just that, um, right, I cannot pinpoint what was the thing that I complained about um, and how much of the things are actually associated with the location. I do know, uh, because I do this too often, I do know that I have certain a couple of lines of complaint about about this place I have um, and also I am happy about a bunch of things about this place as well so these are pretty concrete but I don't think that these reasons are strong enough for me to make the decision to leave um, so I think there must be something else working in my subconscious that helped me make the decision which uh, I can only thank it for but um, I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to see if anything changes significantly when I do go to the UK and like start a different kind of life. Um, so I think you know what. I have to say something about the mind. I think it's very unfair to the mundane moments in my life. Um, I think probably more than ninety five percent of my time are well is spent on such moments so i'm not even talking about eating i'm not even talking about using the computer well yes i'm talking about using the computer but it's just i'm talking about the blank things that you can't even name but that you do do um in your mundane life right i think it's a bit unfair to these moments because these are the moments that really probably do most of the work for making up our decisions and yet you can never name them i think um yes you could say that uh, i have had enough of uh, of my job here in this country i've had enough of this relationship whatever uh and therefore that's why i'm moving but i think that's just a big lie i think 
it's just or not it's it's not a lie but it's just a way to cover up your ignorance about yourself and i think what's actually making the decision or what's um the real reason for for your grounds for moving let's let's say i think the real reasons are probably the just like the everyday things that you are thinking while you're walk uh, walking or doing other trivial tasks and um that and then these are it's the thoughts that you can't even recollect i think these are the things that actually move uh move you and um provide the grounds for your decision um i'm saying this because because unless you actively go back um to to well the decision points in your life unless you do that often i think a lot of times um it just something it just feels a bit off when you explain to someone why you're making a particular big decision right um and people are hypocrites so most people will justify um their decisions even though it could be objectively a poor one they would um tell other people well because whatever i ended a relationship because i've had enough of the weather right people would justify it and um and so they've got to find something that is very specific and that sounds relevant but i think i believe that the truth lies in the well in, in the invisible things that just push our everyday um doings at least that's my case um if i must say i could only there's one thing that's a that's very specific and i i think that does contribute to my sense of not belonging here um which is well the work culture that's that is an issue but i don't believe that every single enterprise here um is the same so i'm going to leave it out and i'm not in the mood of talking about work today but i'll talk about I'll talk about relationships, just how people deal with each other. I feel like there's a huge cultural gap um in how people approach others. I think at least the people I met here they are it's just very difficult to really mingle with them unless you um unless you know the very specific cultural things that they do enjoy. So I think that's um like that's the easiest and the most efficient way to get to know people here like you maybe you have to talk about the music or some movies that you um you both um saw or um i, I don't know it's just very for me it's it's quite difficult to start a converse, conversation even and i think it's mostly due to the fact that um there's a cultural gap and because of the cultural gap it's very difficult to to bond with people and i think that's not that's not exactly the case when i was traveling in germany and when i was back in canada i think um people can just talk about random things that they don't necessarily have in common and i don't know it's just a vague feeling you know what maybe i'm just totally wrong um i just want to find some fault <laughs> and to justify my leaving this place but honestly um there are so many things i can say about this country so i don't think today is the day to talk about it maybe i can talk about them when i do arrive in the uk and then i could just become more uh clear about what it is that i like and i don't like about this place um 
and how this wasn't going to be what uh, I was going to talk about today. Well, let's see. Well, this is a special episode after all, so I guess I could set myself free a little bit. Right. All right. So I think what else can I talk about? Um. Right. So I was just thinking about another thing, which was maybe it has to do with what I was talking about. Okay. Which is the issue of luck. So and and the responsibility for happiness. So I think if we tie to what I was saying about how it's really the invisible and the mundane things that you do and that you're not even aware of that make up the real force of your actions. Well, tying to that, I think what really contributes to to my happiness, let's say, is the sense that I got lucky today. Um, and uh, which is to say that it's something that is not in my control to and uh, it's not something that I can decide to pursue I mean happiness that is for me at least that's how I that's how I feel so for example let's just be more concrete I think the happiest day of my life well (laughs) the happiest day of my week was actually yesterday because I was pretty lucky yesterday um I was looking for the suitcase that would hold my well my rice cooker which is a whole other story but I was finding a suitcase that would hold my pillow and my rice cooker um so I went to the store which I rarely do because I do online shopping a lot more but I gotta see the suitcase I gotta have a feel of how big it is so I went to the store to, to, to look at the suitcase um but then the brand I was looking for uh, I think they no longer had any in the, stro- in the store. But then there was this guy who was examining some other suitcase outside the store. So I asked the owner what these are. And then he said that, well, this guy, he's just looking for some cheap suitcase because he's going to bring them for um, to, to the sea. So he, uh, he didn't want anything too, too expensive. So he was thinking about the... Like, like the suitcases that that were probably only 90 US dollars or so and then I looked at them and they were perfect and I thought maybe I could get them um and it happened that the uh, the dude he um he uh, didn't have his car with him so he couldn't bring the suitcase home so lucky me I had the suitcase and I got it and it was nothing like it wasn't posted online it's sort of like a um like just for friends of the owner so so I was pretty happy and I, I thought I was pretty lucky. And then uh, my friend just happened to invite me to 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 their place to enjoy some dessert. So anyway, it was just like a great day and a lot of things. I would say 99% of the happiness stemmed from luck or stemmed from unexpected things happening. So then it got me thinking if this is a pattern and I think it is I think if you ask me most of the happiest moments of my life um, were not in my control uh, they might not necessarily be luck but I think broadly speaking they were but they were mostly things that I didn't plan to do they were mostly not when something occurred um, because of my trying hard or my planning well I think mostly the happiest moments happened when I didn't expect them so it got me thinking 
is there a point in trying at all? <laughs> If the whole point of this life thingy is is happiness, right? If if then、um, most of the Situations that made you happy were controlled by factors beyond yourself, by were controlled by the factor of luck mostly. Then, what exactly is the point of deliberation in trying to rationalize your actions and trying to pick the best one and trying to make any judgment at all, right? So, so、um, obviously, it sounds like a stupid question because then it seems to say. It seems to be saying that well, why not just give up on on living really, and why not just give up on being a human really, and just go with the flow, and just go with whatever your antenna、uh, leads you to, and like forget about planning, forget about judgment, forget about intelligence, just do whatever your beastly self tells you to do. That's not exactly what I mean. It's just that I think the. I think happiness is too unpredictable. I think that's the general gist of this、um, sentiment. So, well, another example is this. Well, a big debate I was having with myself、um, through, well, when I was packing was what exactly am I going to bring?、Um, some answers are pretty obvious. Some of the clothes that I really like,、um, my electronics. And things that are really expensive, I would bring with them. But then the rest are just a matter of preference, and there is no real good or real bad in choosing one over the other. And one such example is the rice cooker. So、uh, I'm a big fan of rice, and Um, you know, I got this really fancy and really expensive high-end rice cooker from Japan, which I really like, and I use it every single day. So then I was thinking, maybe I should just bring it to the UK.、Um, I looked it up online, and it seems like it's unav- unavailable in the UK unless you would、uh, you call like a four times. Price rice cooker、um, uh, as available? Then yes, it's available. But、uh, for me, that's unavailable. So I was thinking, you know, maybe I should just bring the rice cooker, even though I have to do like a voltage、uh, transformer kind of thing.、Uh, but I think it will be worth it. The point is, I was just thinking, okay, now I've decided I'm gonna accommodate this rice cooker.、Um, but the thing is, it's kind of big. And there are just very little, like very few options that I could I could have for for bringing it, and it's just gonna be a big hassle because obviously you're not gonna get it as a carry on, and、uh, um, you know it's kind of funny to imagine that it's on your overhead、uh, cabin and、uh, alongside all the、uh, backpacks and <laughs> anyway, so. Um, and then I was thinking, all right, suppose I'm I'm so smart about this, right? Oh, it's so expensive to buy a rice cooker in the UK, and、uh, oh, it's so important that you have a rice cooker in the UK because you wouldn't like the food there, blah blah blah. Suppose I'm so right about this, and I do bring the rice cooker there,、um, and it works perfectly, and I do, und- and it does save. A bunch of money for me because I'm cooking a lot more.、Uh, blah blah blah. Suppose all of these、um, went as planned. Does that actually make me happy? Would it make me happy? And I think the answer is no. I think、um, it would make me unhappy if、um, 
uh, it turned out that you could actually find the exact same model for the same price, which is probably very unlikely, but let's just say. Uh, or I would be unhappy if it turned out that I love the food in the UK and I wouldn't want to have rice for the rest of my life. Or it would it could turn out that the um, the the voltage the um, adapter thing doesn't really work. Like there are a bunch of things that could ruin my plan of uh, bringing eternal happiness via via rice cooker. Right? There are a bunch of things that could go wrong. Um, so any of these could make me upset because I I spend so much time doing this calculation and I turn out to be wrong. But if I do succeed and it actually um, is good for me that I brought this thing, I don't think the happiness would be as much as finding this uh, cheap suitcase uh, randomly, um, unexpectedly, right? So then I just think it's a bit unfair <laughs> to to deliberate beings that um, that your efforts are are so worthless right most of the time they contribute to your unhappiness because when things don't go as planned you get upset and then when things do get go as planned then they're kind of expected um and then most of the happiness comes from things that are unexpected for example getting a job that you didn't think you would get or um falling in love with someone you didn't think you would and things like that right and these are things that that you have no control over and that you cannot plan um so i I think it really it really um begs the question what exactly is the point of of just thinking right um i think i do pride myself in being someone who is at least most of the time quite deliberate about most of the things i try to get the best deals um when it comes to buying things i try to really think about what the other person is like i try to be empathetic i try to uh find the best choice whenever i can when it comes to finding a job um and uh finding a major let's say um or finding a book to read i mean excuse me but i tend to oh i tend to do a lot of thinking when i'm doing any choice for that matter but um i can't really say that there was once when i when my my choice made me really happy the way that luck would bring me so so then um i don't know i think i have to tackle this theory a little bit more carefully because then it might lead to disastrous conclusions maybe one theory to to mend this thing is to say that well you thought you deliberated enough but in fact the unhappiness that um resulted from your deliberation uh is not because your thinking was good and right and you still failed it's more likely that you uh were thinking wrong to start with and that there were some flaws in your thinking to start with and if you were a perfect um perfectly rational being and you actually know what is best and what is good um 
and you actually have perfect perspectives on everything, then you will actually be happy. You would, um, yes, maybe nothing unexpected would would befall you, but you could be perfectly content with whatever route you've chosen, whatever thing you've planned, and that kind of happiness could be more satisfying than the uh, humanly happiness that you currently could experience right now due to the the sheer luck right that could be a theory maybe uh i'm just not good enough in in decision making and therefore i would never have the taste of feeling happy due to having made the right decisions maybe it could be that um but but i think I think there's a kinder, like a more um, human explanation for this theory, which is that, yes, um, you could say that most of the happiness really results from uh, unexpected things, but you cannot equate the unexpected things to luck. You have to equate the unexpected things to the right efforts of other people so for example um in the case of the suitcase um well yes you could call it lucky that this guy um didn't have his car with him yesterday um and so you got lucky and you got the the suitcase you wanted but Maybe you shouldn't explain it as luck. You should explain it rather as, um, well, for example, the fact that maybe it is rational on the part of that guy to not bring home a suitcase without a car, right? And it was his deliberate choice to leave you with the suitcase instead of bringing, bringing the suitcase without his car. So... Uh, there was nothing over and above both of you, right? There was no tiny fairy or angel doing the luck thingy and like redistributing the suitcases in the world. Nothing like that. Nothing supernatural. It really is between one rational being and another one. It's just that because he's someone you didn't know and um, you didn't have power over his choice, you didn't have power over his decisions, uh, He, um, but he had total control of his decisions he decided he wouldn't go home with three suitcases um, without a car right and that's definitely right for him and it turned out to be right for you as well and so and yet because you couldn't access his mind you interpret it as luck so that's just what i'm talking about i think that's a that's a really I guess a more benign or a more human way of seeing things and like a way to prevent going completely downhill and just giving up everything right so another example is suppose I don't know suppose you got what you believe to be your dream job and obviously the the places are limited um and you think you're lucky but instead of interpreting as interpreting it as being lucky, maybe you could say that. Well, there are two things um, that it was it was right for the headquarters to 
the, the recruiter to to find your qualities, the ones they wanted, right? It was the rational decision of the headquarters to have picked you,、um, and it was also probably right that they decided they didn't want the other person, right? And then this way you can rule out li-、uh, luck in the equation completely. You could just say that well, it it is the effort of the of the HR、um, to choose you. It's not some fairy. Doing the decision, it it is the HR doing making the decision, and you have to believe that it's a it's probably a rational decision that they chose you over some other guy, right? And then that way, it seems to you to be luck only because you don't know how they make the decision. But after all, someone still did, um, and um, the decisions fit into the whole scenario, um, which made you happy. That's it, right? So that's just a thought, maybe. Well, that's kind of sad, though. You know, if you take luck out of the equation for everything, then then I guess it's kind of boring,、um, and it means that I still have to make some decision because、um, I still have to try to be rational as much as possible because it might mean luck to、uh, another human being. Who knows? Anyway, that's just a thought. Cause you know, I got kind of excited. Uh, thinking about this concept of luck,、uh, because then if it if it if the theory holds, it really means that well, to be happy, I shouldn't tr- even try.、Uh, I shouldn't even think about what's good to do and what's not good to do,、um, and I should just go with the flow and just do whatever is the easiest or、um, not whatever is the re- most.、Uh, Reasonable because I could make the wrong decision. I could be, I could fail in my reasoning. But、uh, you can never fail to 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 choose the easier thing, right? But now that I've given another theory,、um, well, who knows? Maybe you still have to try for things and see what happens, and see if another human being. Rationally agrees with you, and then if they if they do, then you could call yourself lucky. But really, it's not luck. It's really just matching、um, with someone else. You still stay there. There is a genie doing this matching, but、uh, behind the scenes are just two people trying their best and trying to guess what's the best for them to do. Ah, so there you go. I don't know how this episode is special. I could only say that. It's probably the time for me to sleep, so let me get out of bed and check how much、uh, I've recorded so far. Let's see. I don't know how the computer works now. All right, let's log in and see. Oh damn! I didn't type the right password. Anyway, yeah, it's about time, so I think I could turn this off. And、the next time I see you, well, the next time I talk to you will probably be、uh, after two weeks. But if I feel like it, I could record something else. So yeah, here you go—the special edition. <laughs> Not so special, really, but just a really late episode.、Um, I hope you all have a great lucky day. That's it. Goodbye.